following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Here's what's on the calendar. February 25th, John Christ with two showtimes at 4 and 7 at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. February 27th, WWE Raw Monday Night Live at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 5th, Toby Mack, his deep two with Crowder at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th, the Winery Dogs at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And March 14th and 15th, Paul Patrol Live at DeVos Performance Hall. Kane Brown, March 16th at Van Andel Arena. March 18th, Cat Williams. Tickets on sale for all of these shows at Ticketmaster.com. And here's what's happening at DeVos Place, the West Michigan Home and Garden Show is March 2nd through the 5th in downtown GR in the Ultimate Sports Show. March 9th through the 11th at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. Jeff Risden, Brett Hayes, myself, Eric Zane, I always feel very uh, insignificant when I hear that big lead up with that sexy sounding lady there. You know, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of credentials for one to have. And I, I know I can't I can't fulfill that. It's a lot to live up. To. It is a lot. It's it's like, oh, God, I, can't, I just feel like a schmuck. <laughs> when I hear all that, and I'm like, I, I, I'm, I fail, I fail miserably at it. We, right, right off the jump, the start of the show, we had this big bold announcement that the Pistons won a game yesterday, and then that wasn't even close. P- uh, listeners who know more than we do call up and, and and rub our faces in it, and they they couldn't be more right. They got this one right. Radio guy wrong. Yep. Um, in the next segment, we're going to play Stump the Show to win a four-pack of commissioner seats. These are the best seats in the house at Van Andel Arena. You must be able to go, so it's a quick turnaround. You win on Stump the Show Sports Trivia. You stump Jeff, Brett, myself when we tell you to call. And then you win those tickets. I send them to you directly. You go to the game. All right? That's it's it. It's magic. Okay. Very cool. So uh, before we get to this next segment, though, I understand Coop, who is our uh, our favorite caller out of Kalamazoo, he wa- he is a returning caller, so he called us at 866-838-HUGE. And uh, I don't know what's up, but Coop, uh, welcome back to the show. Happy Friday, gentlemen. Indeed, Hello. indeed. Thanks for calling, buddy. Well, what's uh, what's going on? So a couple things. I missed your segment yesterday on Aaron Rodgers, and I, I'll preface my point making the statement that Lions ownership and management has made some gaffes over the years. I've been a fan since 93, so we've seen some of the the horrible things that decisions made, Matt Mellon, for example, be one of them. Yeah. But how 
the Packers not learn from Brett Favre with dealing with Aaron Rodgers and offering him all his guaranteed money, and he's pulling the same drama that Favre did? I think they it's it's weird that they they do have a different general manager now than that they did then, but it's still it's I don't know why I don't know why they're going down this road again when they could have avoided it. Uh and they've they've done so many things to and I don't want to say spite Aaron Rodgers, but certainly ruffle his feathers. They've never gotten him a first round first round wide receiver, easy for me to say. They haven't exactly given him the big, the greatest supporting cast. They, 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 you know, they draft Jordan Love instead of getting him more help. That's not exactly the way that you help your endear yourself to your franchise quarterback. Now he's to the point where he's getting older. Um, he's lost to the Lions three times in a row. I think that takes Love a little that. bit of luster off yeah, of him. that team. He lost to that team. He did lose to that team. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, it's it's weird that they're in this situation, but they made their bed. Now they have to uh, to fall out of it. What else you got, Coop? I. I well, I just, I'll, I'll finish that part. He just doesn't seem like a team player. And wherever he goes, he goes. And drama and Packer land is fine with me. Um, Calvin Johnson, um, I can see both sides of this. I, he was overpaid, obviously, a lot under his contract. I, I can see why the Lions asked for the bonus money back, although I think it's on both sides to bring him back in. You know, quick training camp story. I took my kid, six years old, to training camp in Ellen Park in 2011, and that's back when you could get two defenses and players were right there. Oh, yeah. And end of that camp, Calvin, Calvin Johnson, at the end of that camp on that Sunday, took time walking around the entire fence to acknowledge and, and talk to every fan. And my daughter, right there, wearing his shirt, he looked at her, smiled, shook her hand. To this day, this is why she's a fan, and I think it's incumbent that they were bringing back into the fold. These are good things for all the negative headlines you see every day in the news about sports players doing the wrong things. Calvin McBerry, never in any headline for any bad thing. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Coop. Thank you, buddy. Hey, you made some great points there. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Johnson seems to be a wonderful soul. He's a good. He's a good dude. He he did that a lot at training camp back in the day. He would go around and sign autographs for a very long time afterwards. Uh, you can't get as as close as you used to be able to. There are still Taylor Decker um, is out there after every practice for at least half an hour signing autographs wow. now. Um, very very uh, understated in that. You wouldn't expect that from him, uh, especially the way that some fans have treated him over the years because he played at Ohio State and he hasn't been um, the greatest left tackle. He's great now, uh, but started out a little slow. Had two penalties early. Can't on. imagine being no, a, a, a being a. Uh... You know, in the scenario where you're a fan and you get face to face with them and you you say something awful, have you ever witnessed? A I fan have seen that. I say have... you stink or something like that because it's one thing to be a keyboard warrior. I have okay? not seen it in Detroit. I saw it in Cleveland with both Johnny Manziel and Baker Mayfield. Uh, I've seen it directed at Miles Garrett of all people. Uh, the fans just right to the guy's face. Say something so, Miles, Miles Garrett is superhuman. Like I have seen video of him doing 60, 60 inch box jumps with a fifty five pound dumbbell dumbbell in each hand. Okay, like this is not a dude you want to mess with. And people telling him that he's lazy and soft. Like I, I don't get why would you poke that bear? Yeah, you know. Like Johnny Manziel, he's gonna forget. He's gonna forget your interaction five seconds later because he's got the attention span of a flea. Uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield is fairly innocuous. Um, he's he's bigger than you think he is, but he's, he's, he he plays that kind of stuff off well. But have you ever seen a player treat a fan poorly? 
Oh, all the time. Really? Oh, absolutely. Make cold uh, shoulder, uh, uh, say something rude. I've seen it from a, a legendary NFL quarterback who has been quite rude in refusing to even take pictures or sign autographs for people. You're uh, not going to say. Uh, I don't blame you. If, if you, you know, if you listen to the Detroit Lions podcast at all, you will uh-huh. know who I'm talking about. There you go. You keep it, you know, that's a little bit more off yeah. the beaten path. Everybody who has listened to the DLP knows exactly who I'm talking about right now as somebody that I rail against as the most overrated professional athlete ever. So how long ago, did, so this player, uh, uh, what era did the player? Uh, in the, the 80s and 90s. Can I guess? Yes, you can. Dan Marino. 100%. Oh! Bingo. <laughs> I knew it. Good job, Zane. Oh my you, gosh! I could not stump you. This is good. This is good practice for us. Yes, Dan Marino uh, has been quite little, open, openly rude to people several times. Around, a little rough around the edges. He, he does not like people. Okay, uh, approaching him certainly not. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that he doesn't like people. He's got he's got friends, obviously. But if you don't know him, he doesn't want to know you. Oh, okay. Wow, that's that's incredible. That is incredible. Um, all right, boys, I promised that I would tell you this story. Yes, please do. Uh, I wandered over to Van Andel Arena yesterday to do the Grand Rapids Gold game. As I'm walking into the arena, um, the brass, Jabara, Steve Jabara is there with uh, with some other folks who are instrumental behind the scenes. We had Steve on the show Wednesday. Yeah, there, there's, in a, uh, there's like an investment group that actually uh, – um, with uh, that are in charge of the purse strings and and I see Steve, hey what's up you know make a comment like hey don't let that guy in you know stuff like that and and uh, so I, what whatever I go in there and this is five minutes after I had my running in the parking lot when the guy left me a na- a, a, a nasty note so I'm like geez you know they, I'm I'm glad that's over nothing else weird is going to happen today uh, I tease this as saying the interaction I had with someone who's super famous that everybody knows. And especially people that are listening to this show. And then Jeff prob- uh, did guess correctly as to who it was. So these boys do know who it is now. Yes. As I'm walking in, I remember thinking to myself, you know, it's been forever since I've seen Ben Wallace. Okay. And I'm like, he, I know, was part of the investment of the team for, and I, but I don't know. I haven't seen or heard of, of him. So I thought maybe he's not around. I'm thinking this in my head. Right. So, you know, obviously this involves him, but what uh, environment would it involve him? So at Van Andel Arena, there's a door, a stage door where uh, people who are uh, underneath the arena can can use the restroom. And it's very, for some reason, this particular door, no one, when they go in, and there's a lock on the door. So it's a one-person bathroom. You lock the door because that's what you do, right? You yes, know? hopefully. Now, when the door, when you're in there, and uh, when you're, you're done and the door is not locked, it always is propped open just a little bit. For some reason, it doesn't fit quite right. So you can always tell when there's no one in there. As I open the door and see Ben Wallace. Well, then. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know if you know this, but there's not a lot to do in the bathroom. There's pretty much just one thing, you know, and and, and that was happening. You're not that there for happening. your social. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, um, thank God it's, uh, you know, the uh, critical zone is is your back is to the door. Okay. So that's, that you that's, don't. That's good to know. You know, and uh, so over his shoulder, 
Uh, he looks at me and goes, what's up? And I, I said, Jesus, Ben, I'm sorry. And then I backed out of there very quickly. Oh, my God. And I, I wanted to yell, lock the door. But I realized it's Ben Wallace. Yes, you he, know? he can come out and rip your arms off. So then I'm like, well, what do I do? And I go, uh, well, I, I really need to use the boys' room. And I've had terrible luck with the boys' room uh, earlier in the day. Uh, yes, yes, because yes, something did. awful happened to me. Again, you need to go back in the podcast from yesterday, end of the 4 p.m. hour, to hear the other restroom <laughs> incidents. So now this is within an hour, two horrible restroom incidents. It was not your day. Nope, nope. And so I'm standing there, and I go, well, I, I'm just going to soak in it. Well, I mean, I'd already <laughs> soaked in it. I mean, no. But I'm standing there, and uh, then the door opens, and I'm just looking at my phone, and he just... Walks away. Thank God. Nothing was said. And I was like, Jesus, go lock the door. So ladies and gentlemen, always lock the door. Always. Um, and, I, and I will now always knock. I mean, that is that was hideous. Horrible. It's Life a lot more tame than I was expecting. You, you, you thought it was going to be worse? I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Yeah. What you thought he was gonna like whip around and <laughs> that, like, that would that would have been my worry. Like actually, a big yes. fire hose debacle <laughs> would have been in line with your day. <laughs> No, no, that's it. There was nothing worse. Good, that's good. So that's that's. So good. when you see him next time in person, it won't be awkward. Oh, I, I've never spoken to him. Okay. So I, I want to keep. I'm going to keep it that way. Yeah. Other than just Jesus, Ben. That that's it. I'm not yeah, going to say another uh, word of the guy. He, he's not a small human being. No, no, no. Very intimidating too. Now I always seem he's very kind-hearted and sweet he, when he I sit talking, but the, he has a he has one face, and that's you're going to die. He's always got you're going to die face. <laughs> he does, and, and it is very off-putting because when you sit down and talk to him, he's still got that on while he's being right. nice to you. I've I've, yeah. met him, I've talked to him before. I've interviewed him on this show, be in the studio before. Right. He's he's a genuinely like good, nice guy. He's he's interested in the questions. He's he's a good interview. But he does look like he's going to rip your arms off and shove them down your throat. Yeah, it's, if it's a birthday party and you're at Chuck E. Cheese and you, it's time to bring him the cake and go play on the trampoline park or something like that, you're going to get you're going that you're going to die face when you bring him the cake. Yes, one hundred percent. That's just just his natural demeanor. He, he's not like that. He really isn't. But oh, I know he looks that way. Right. It was very frightening. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, good news for Brad, because we are down to our final segment on this show in the next segment. Isn't that right, Brett? Yes. Okay. So this is how we're going to finish this out. I need people right now to get on the phone to line up for Stump the Show Sports Trivia. So you're going to call in, ask us one question, and one question only. No minutia. 866-838-HUGE. You'll have to wait through the commercials, but if you do stump us, you will get that four-pack of tickets for the Grand Rapids Griffins tonight at Van Andel Arena. $2 beers, $2 dogs. You and your bro friends can go get together. Come on down and uh, see see the game. So I will uh, electronically transfer those tickets to you if you can attend that game tonight. Doors open at 6 p.m. 866-838-4843. A sports trivia question on Stump the Show Sports Trivia. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. This is a huge show across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. 
It's time to go on the court with Johnny Kane. NBA fans, it is time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings app today and use the promo code HUGE when you sign up. Then you can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Pistons had it in their grasp last night in Orlando, but Wendell Carter Jr. tipped in a last-second shot at the buzzer to lift the Magic to a 108-106 win. Pistons, they tried by 14 points in the third quarter, got a game-time three from rookie Jaden Ivey with just under five seconds to play, but Orlando ends up surviving. Franz Wagner led the Magic with 21. Ivey led all scores with 25 points. Pistons return to action on Saturday at home against Fred Van Vliet and the Raptors. That'll be a noon tip-off from Little Caesars Arena. To Grand Rapids and Van Andel Arena for the first time in more than four years, February 27th. This is Seth Freakin' Rollins time, baby. See United States champion Seth Freakin' Rollins, Matt Riddle, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, VOC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, and more. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. This one from Bill Simonson's personal playlist. There you go. It's a huge show across Michigan. Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, Brett Hayes, the fly guy, who I know Brett hates being called that. But that came from my wife. She goes, what does is, what is Bill call him? Fly guy? I go, no, but we will now. We will now. She, I think she's got a crush on you, Brett. I'm okay with that. You're a lovable, you're a lovable soul. I love Diane. Yeah. Diana. You can't call her Diane. She's not going to love you if you call her Diane. She, she told me it's cool if I she call did. her that. Yeah. Wait. Wow. You reached yeah. out to her? We have some strife going on here. <laughs> going on some behind-the-scenes action hey, working hey, hey, here. Take it easy. Talk about it later. All right. So uh, up for grabs, we have a four-pack of Grand Rapids Griffins hockey tickets, but you got to be able to go to tonight's game. It's for tonight. We'll send them to you immediately, email or text, just electronically transfer them, and off you go. So in order to do that, obviously, it's uh, probably a good idea to be close to West Michigan. 
Uh, but you so. will call us at 866-838-4843. Stump the show. You get one question. We all get to talk about it and maybe come up with the right answer. If we get it right, off you go. Sorry. We get it wrong. You win. And you know what? We all get a guess. Yes. We, we each get a guess. All right. Now, Brett's going to be the key there because he's got some of the uh, most knowledge in sports on this show. <laughs> so, Brett. You're in charge of this uh, machine. What? Uh, who, who are we going to first? Uh, we're going to start off with Dennis in Muskegon. Dennis in Muskegon, welcome. What's your question? All right. Since the NFL draft in 1936, how many times has the Detroit Lions picked first overall? How many times have they picked first overall? I should know this one. You think? It has that's a, a, that's you don't a, know. You just just don't know it. I need to go to the game. And- <laughs> <laughs> I know one. What what year was it? They won. Oh, Matthew Stafford was number one. That was okay. two thousand nine. They haven't been since the uh, year that they went. Um, there was a year that uh, when they drafted Billy Sims. That was nineteen eighty. They were two and fourteen that year. I want to. I want to say he was the number one pick as well. I should know that one because that's that's my Lions number twenty jersey. It's a Billy Sims jersey. I got, I got it when one. I was a kid. I got one too. Yeah, doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> so Stafford was a one for sure. Yes, he was. There's been no one since. No. And prior to that, going before that though, going, wasn't back, going ba- way back. Who was picked ahead of Barry? Like Tony Mandarich or something? But B- Barry wasn't the number one. Barry, Barry was not number one. No. Uh, but going back like further than that, like I don't know the like. Like the Alex Wojciechowski's and, and that era of well, okay. Lions so football. if you go, Tobin wrote as an example from an earlier call. So was not a lion first. Would two be a safe guess? Do you think that's that might be the the best we can come up? With. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was any like back in the '60s. I know there weren't any in the '70s. They were good enough to not be that bad. And in the '50s and prior, they were they, pretty they darn were, they good. Were pretty, they were very good early on, so they probably didn't have the number one pick then. So I, you want to go with two? Well, that's your guess. Remember, right. we each get a guess. That's here. right. I, my guess would be two, but Brett, what do you think? Well, hold on a second. Uh, let me just before right. it is two. It Dennis. That is not correct. Okay. Okay. Now, Brett, you get to pick a number. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was going to go with three. Dennis, is it three? Negative. All right, Zane. It's up to you. Dennis is praying you miss this question so he can get to the, the Dennis, Griffins game tonight. I'm going to go, and if I get this wrong, you're going to the Griffins, Dennis. Who, If you go, who would you bring with you, Dennis? Uh, me and my son, Nathan, and my wife, and I'll scrap together another friend that gets to be lucky to go. How old is Nathan? He's 12, going to be 13 in July. We haven't been to a game yet this year. Okay, now everybody's rooting for you. They want me to get this wrong. I'm rooting for you, too, Nate. Me, too. Me, too. <laughs> I'm going to go with four. Yeah. That's- oh! oh! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Dennis. So sorry, buddy. All right, that's fine. Oh, no problem. feel bad. At 12, you can't go to the game. I know it. Of course, I ruined it. All right, uh, Derek and GR. Hey, Derek, welcome to the huge show. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, buddy, what's your so, question? I have a Detroit Pistons question for you. All right. Uh, legendary Piston Joe Dumars um, 
became GM and made some great picks like Tayshawn Prince and Darko Milicic. <laughs> so the question is, like where this who is did Joe Dumars draft in his first season as GM of the Pistons? Um, I wonder what year that was. Um, yeah, that's that's my like I'm going through the Rolodex of time here. When they okay because they won the title around was it 04? They won in 04. Okay, so we're going to be prior to 04. Yeah, and you got to figure it was what three, two, one that he started doing this. Probably. I for for whatever reason the the I cannot get past the. He's signing of Charlie Villanueva and Ben Gordon. Like that's that's all I can think of right now. And he well, didn't draft either of them. I, I I don't know if off the top of my head that Rip Hamilton was a first round draft pick. He was. Did the Pistons draft him? Yes, they did. Coming out of UConn, that was in nineteen ninety nine. Yes, he won the college title in nineteen ninety nine at UConn. Okay, that might be it. Uh, Brett is, any, is any Grant insight? Hill a stupid one? I think that's a little bit. I, uh, think, that, I think they played together for a bit. Okay. I think that was. Yeah, that's early for him. Okay. He was ninety. I like where you're going, Five? though, Brett, and I like you contributing. Thank you. Yes. Rip Hamilton is not. Who who came the year after that? There's there's a year or two between then and Darko. I can't even remember many players on that team other than Rip, Tayshawn. Tayshawn was between them. No, Tayshawn was was this year after Darko. I want to say. I think Darko is in the adult entertainment industry these days. He was 2002. He was a LeBron draft. They took him instead of taking Chris Bosh or Carmelo Anthony or uh, any number All of right, I'm going to go with Rip then, Derek. It's uh, not Rip Hamilton. Okay. It's not Rip Hamilton. That's one of the guesses. They might- <laughs> Did they draft? They probably drafted some random white power forward out of a Pac-12 school. Yeah, not, I am. Not I, Kevin Love. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember. At this point, I am. I'm useless. So this, it might be. Derek, if you are able to go, um, who would you take? Uh, bring my boy, Derek, uh, my buddy, Devin, and my wife, Christina. How old's Derek? Uh, he's the same age as me. We're 40. Wait a minute! Your son is oh, forty years old. No, his boy, like his oh. his bro. Oh no, no, like my, like my 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 friend. Oh, I thought you had there a you kid go. that's forty <laughs> named Derek. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, that's my fault. Yeah, All I can right. see how that could be confusing. That's pretty I old. Racking my brain for like who was on that Pistons team that like played a lot but didn't like star. I remember, they had a first round and a second round pick that year. Man, that's that's getting tough. I, know, I thought the Pistons won last night. <laughs> <laughs> you were fed some bad information, my friend. Um, I, oh, I, know, I think I think you might get this, Derek. I'm yeah, I'm. Hmm. And no cheating. I'm not there. Don't be looking at the computer. I'm not cheating. I'm. I'm you're, you're doing something. I'm thinking. Uh, is Ben Wallace another stupid one? They he, picked he him was, up at an he acquisition. He was not a first round. Oh, he was an acquisition. Okay. Was he? They didn't draft him. Or they, they might have drafted. Him. He was a second round pick. I, I do know I, that. I, I don't. Don't ask me. I'm out. I'm out. out of oh, I know they didn't draft him, but all I can think of was Ben Gordon, and I know he was a Bulls pick. <laughs> 
I will guess Ben Gordon. <laughs> it's not Ben Gordon. I knew that. All right, uh, say Isaiah Thomas, Brett. <laughs> Tom Izzo. <laughs> Derek, Izzo. Derek, you've won those tickets, my friend. Um, what is yeah, the correct answer? That's awesome. Mateen Cleaves. Of course. Brian Cardinal. I'm sorry, what was that last part? A Brian Cardinal in the second round. Brian Cardinal. This, 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 was, this was 2000, wasn't it? It was the, yeah, year, it was the year after Cleaves won the, the title. Yeah. And, and Wait a minute. They drafted him, and he didn't really do anything, did he? He he no, was he was terrible. He was not in NBA condition. Wow, well, that is remarkable to me. You can put a first guy in a first round pick, and it, it just it doesn't work out. Really. That happens so often. It happens a whole lot, especially in that era. To the team that I loved, the Cleveland Cavaliers had some bad run before. Right, run. right. Taking Dewan Wagner and his liver problem before. Well, this is what we're going to do, Derek. You have the option of... We'll Congratulations for yes, stumping the show. You did it. You, you did, did a good job. That, that was a very valid question, and yep, we did yep. not know it. In fact, uh, I'm going to bring those other people in in a second. If they just want to try it, you know, yeah, they definitely. unfortunately they can't win, so if you're there listening on hold, do hang on there. You can be on the radio, and that's fun. But Derek, we're going to put you on hold and get some information from you if you could kind of sit through this, and then I'll send those tickets to you directly, okay? That sounds great. Thank you. All right, tell the crew. Text your text your pals. All right, who's this one, Brett? Uh, Ed in Caledonia. Ed, I'm so sorry we gave those away, but you still want to stump us? I would like to try, brother. Go All for right. it. Do it. Oh man, I love your 101.3 uh, radio hosting and always talking about DJ Bill Simonson. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's a you know he made his name at Electric Avenue, and so that's a historic yeah, he, thing. Uh, travels the circuit, yeah. Uh, so he's back, you know, DJing for all the uh, all the hot nightclubs. Yep, the weekend. absolutely. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that, man. So what what uh, do you have a question for us? I do. Okay, okay. I'm going to give it to you like this: in 1957, a Phillies player named Richie Ashburn did. One thing twice in a ball game that no other player has been able to do since 1957. I am going to guess hit into two triple plays. That is incorrect, my friend. Rare occurrences in baseball. I should know. So I took baseball history at Ohio University as a credit class. They have a class called baseball history. Yeah. Taught by the illustrious Dr. Charles Alexander, who wrote a wonderful biography of Ty Cobb. <laughs> also wrote one on Heidi yeah. Manouche. I'm going to say. There's nothing to do with Ty Cobb. Uh, I, I'm guessing it does not. I'm going to guess stole home twice. Huh? No, that uh, is not. Oh. Oh. Brett, really, now listen, Brett really knows, I that. okay, rare occurrence in baseball that Ashburn did not hit into a triple play. He did yeah. not steal home twice, and this never happens. What, Brett, what, Brett, did, did uh, Richie Ashburn do? I'm going to say kicked his shoes off running to first base. Did he kick his shoes off? That is incorrect. Ah, he cr- did. Was he hit a fan in the face with a foul ball breaking her nose? The same chick? When play resumed. A woman. And when play <laughs> resumed, she was being carried away 
on a stretcher, and he fouled another ball that hit her. He's the only person to hit a spectator twice in the game with a foul pitch. And you, and you thought you had a bad day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is that's tremendous. Now that you now that you say that, I do recall hearing that. So uh, I'll I'll back you up on that. that well, that's a great question. Another very valid question too. Brad, like what's his name again? Uh, Ed and Caledonia. Ed, thank you. I appreciate it, buddy. Well done. Oh. Thank you, sir. I don't know if we're going to have enough time for this last one. We're going to have to thank you, whoever that person. Well, who was that person? What other person's name was. The last person? Yeah. Josh and Holland. Josh, sorry, I'm my sorry. Friend. We'll do this again sometime, Josh. We yeah. will. Next time we're on, we'll do this again. It'll right. Be fun. Right. Well, um, that's going to do it. And the reason why I say that is because uh, in the next segment, the 17th annual Winter Beer Fest is going on, and we're going to spend some time talking about that. This is fun. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, 1 to 6 at LMCU Ballpark, and you're going to uh, go to mibeer.com to get tickets for it. And uh, that's going to get you these like tokens and things, and you go to all the different beers. It's awesome. In fact, uh, we got to get more details on it with uh, Kate Leto and Scott Graham. Scott from the Michigan Brewers Guild and Kate from Experience GR. Great group of people in both of those organizations who uh, we will be talking uh, to. And then then that's going to be the show. So we're going to be wrapping it up at that point. So, um, Jeff, do you have, you know, this is our big final hurrah. Do you have any thank yous? You know, that this is what you do, kind of like the Oscar acceptance I just want to thank Bill for having me in with you and inviting and putting us together. This was a fun week. You know, I was a little intimidated to work with a a true radio professional like yourself. And and it went very well. So I'm happy about that. And thank you to Superfly for, for being you. Thank you. Thank you, man. He's a gentle soul, wonderful human being. Absolutely. Brad, do you get final words on this? I mean... Well, it was a lot of fun, man. It was a a very fun week, so thank you both. Uh, With zero being not concerned, ten concerned a great deal with me, where did you average... I'm going to say one. One? go with a one. That's great. I love that. Pretty good. Okay. Well, folks, anyway, thank you so much. You can check out uh, Jeff... At the Lions Wire and me, of course, wherever you get. Uh, did I get that right? Did you I got get that right? Thank you. This is the Huge Show across Michigan. Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m., live on stage at the Voss Performance Hall. 
back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, The Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out TheWineryDogs.com. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back to The Huge Show across Michigan. Eric Zane, Jeff Risden, filling in for Bill Simonson. Brett doing an amazing job, as always. So glad you are with us and joining the show. And something fun to do this weekend, Jeff Risden. Are you seeing this? The 17th annual Winter Beer Fest. What do you think of that? I am ready to go get my beer drinking on. Yeah, I, I, as soon as you saw that we were going to be talking with Kate Lito and Scott Graham, you're like, hey, this sounds fun. And, I, I like this. And you know what? I happen to have the time off on Saturday from from 1 to 6. I can get there, there to go to the ballpark. So I, I'm excited. I, I might I might meet these folks in person this weekend. That'd be great. As I mentioned, Kate Lito is the Associate VP of Marketing for Experience GR. Hello to you, Kate. Hello. Good to, good to have you here. And we have Scott Graham, the Executive Director of the Michigan Brewers Guild. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Good to be with you. And yeah, we're looking forward to some really nice outdoor beer drinking weather on Saturday. So I think I think you're right. You should make a plan to head on over to the LMCU ballpark. So I want to say this early and late and maybe a few times in between. Um, you can get tickets in advance, like as we're talking about it right now, when you go to M-I-B-E-E-R dot com. And uh, that'll cost you 60 bucks a pop. Uh, or you can get them at the door for $70. Now, for these 60 or $70, what are, they going to, what are they going to get for that, guys? Well, I will preclude that with um, tickets will likely be available on the day of. As you mentioned, they do cost more. And we have a, a finite number of tickets planned. Um, if they do all sell in advance, which they have many years in okay. the past, uh, they won't be available at the gate, but I think they will. Um, but the point being, get together with your flat friends, make a plan, go to MIBeer.com and get the tickets. Uh, that includes uh, 15 tokens that are good for three-ounce beer samples, entry to the event, 
there's live entertainment. We do have uh, scattered fires throughout the event, but it's really a, a great big celebration of togetherness and fresh, tasty local beer. So it's great people watching. It's a ton of fun if you are an experienced um craft beer drinker there are lots of things that are just brought to this event or new beers from a brewery but it's really cool if you haven't really been to local breweries much or just discovering it because there's so many things to try and even if you think you don't like beer there are fruity beers sour beers so many things it's hard to imagine there are hundreds of different beers so it's really a a fun event and the, the best part is probably just um the vibe and the folks People are happy. They're friendly. They're just enjoying each other's company and having a beer. And it does look like we're going to get some some favorable weather to enjoy this being outdoors. And you said you're going to have the fires scattered about to help keep people warm and have like a campfire type of of atmosphere to it. So I am a craft beer drinker. I am an enthusiast. And I, I will add, I don't drink IPAs. And I think a lot of people uh, draw the line where like, oh, craft beer, it has to be an IPA. It has to take, taste like you're licking a pine tree. Beer doesn't have to be like that, does it? <laughs> no, not at all. There are lots of beers that are more malty or sweet um, or sour. So there are a lot of dark beers and lighter beers, too, um, that that aren't necessarily real bitter. I mean, a, a good old amber ale is something that is sometimes underappreciated or a porter or a stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And uh, and that's all good. So that's uh, that's perfect for you, there, Jeff. It Kate, is. Kate Lido uh, from Experience Gr. These folks do amazing things to promote the city and fun things going on. And you want to talk about something going on uh, about the beer scene in Gr. And the I guess the beer city is a is it a Bruce Sater passport? You've got it. Yeah. So um, many know Grand Rapids is beer city and a great home for the Michigan Brewers Guild Winter Beer Fest. Um, but year-round, there is a great way to experience our beer scene, too, and that is the Beer City Crusader Passport. So this is an app that um, can be downloaded on your phone, and the concept is that you go to eight different breweries, checking in along the way, and then we've got a free T-shirt for anybody that does that and redeems. Um, this has been going on for years now, I think since about 2015, and we've given out over 25,000 T-shirts. So... It's been a really successful program, and it is still running, and a really fun way to check out lots of different types of breweries all throughout um, the Kent County area. Some people have said um, we've we've hit peak beer. Is that is that true, or are people still is that still happening? Where more and more breweries are still opening up? Yeah, we I would are like still to seeing you, and we're that seeing that notion. <laughs> Sorry, Kate, but yeah, no, go you know, back. It, if you look at all of the beers sold in Michigan, probably just uh, about or just under 15% of it was brewed here. So, uh, you know, I I firmly believe that uh, that 25 or 30% of all the beer consumed here could be brewed here, which would be twice the volume. And certainly there's room for a lot, lot more little local pub breweries to open. So um, I... I think that there is a lot of opportunity. Yes, the environment is getting more crowded, but there's still lots of opportunity for great breweries and fun breweries and terrific beers. Gotcha. So this weekend, if if I'm heading out to to the Winter Beer Fest at LMCU Ballpark on Saturday, and I might as well go. It sounds like a great idea, and I don't have any obligations. So what better way to spend a Saturday than doing this? 
how many breweries are going to be there, and do they have any special brews or, or concoctions made for this event specifically? Yeah, I, I can't sit here and start to list them, but there are just over 120 breweries. They're all Michigan breweries, so uh, they come from as far away as the the UP and Southeast and Southwest West Michigan and all over the the lower peninsula. So uh, they're, they're really coming from everywhere, and sometimes they bring some things that are special for the event. Um, but there are certainly breweries that you can't get to uh, in your normal course of travels or whatever you're doing um, that you'll be able to get to right here. And there are hundreds of different beers. Uh, Kate, real quick, uh, how do I download the Brucader uh, Passport? Is it on the App Store? How does it work again? Yep, they're on the App Store for um, Android and Apple. Or you can go to experienceyard.com slash Brucader, and we've got all the download links there as well. And, of course, if you want tickets for the event, mibeer.com, 60 bucks in advance. If they don't all sell out, 70 bucks at the door. But don't risk it. Do it in advance. Get that and get it ready for a great time, 1 to 6 p.m. at LMCU Ballpark. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like a blast. The 17th annual Winter Beer Fest coming up on Saturday. Kate Lito, Scott Graham, we really appreciate your time on this. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on The Huge Show. Thank you very much, and cheers. All right, cheers. there you go. Very good. Looking forward to that. And oh, and with that, we're going to actually wrap this up and, uh, and head to break. This is The Huge Show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.